Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Hubbard here, Elon Daly. Yeah, I had to skip a day because I was, you know, working hard. Maybe it was two days. Did I miss two days? I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I had to go to Denver. We did our book release and it was huge, big, large. Denver was minus 15 degrees Celsius while I was there. It was snowy and terrible. Oy and then you fly back to California and the place is on fire. What's happening? It's happening, global weirding. Um, let's talk about a few quick things today. First of all, one that makes me a little bit concerned. It's from Reuters. And this says, uh, Tesla filing shows a U.S. sales tumbled 39% in the third quarter. So you've been hearing us and other people all excited about the third quarter, that Tesla made a profit by reducing expenses. And uh, we know that they had their biggest quarter ever in terms of sales. But now that we have sort of more of the breakdown, what we have learned is that revenue fell substantially in the US. So it had been 5.13 billion the year earlier, and now it is 3.1 billion for US sales. Now, huge sales in China, huge sales in Europe, but big time drop in sales here in the United States. What does that mean? Should I be anxious about that? Does it matter? Do all we really care about is total global worldwide sales? I think that's true, but I'd like to think, I'd like to hope that Tesla is going to continue to be very successful here in the US and continue to be successful and that lots of gas cars get converted to electric cars. And so that kind of drop makes me a bit anxious. So people who are smarter than me, no doubt, will um, tell me why I don't need to worry about that. Because, you know, maybe this was just simply Tesla really focusing on Europe and China and um Maybe once the Chinese gigafactory is up, then they'll build more and sell more here. I don't know. Um, we'll see. But that was just one little thing that made me a little bit anxious, and I just wanted to get it out of the way early. And then we can talk about some more interesting things, like the fact that new uh, a Tesla Model 3 becomes the first electric car approved as a New York City yellow cab. Yeah, that's pretty cool. In fact, I expect to see a huge amount of this, because you've got enough range that you can drive a lot of the day, in a cab and then at night they can go plug it in and fill her up and i'm sure we're going to see many more of this because also the total cost of ownership is significantly less for an electric car like a model 3 than it is for something that's sort of similar in a gas car and we know from overseas in norway and other places that cab companies have been using electric cars like this very successfully so i would really like to see more of this on uber and lyft i don't uber and lyft that much but when i do i'd sure like to be able to have a tab where I can click on send me an electric car. That would be cool. But right now I have seen very few. I had one guy in a Chevy Bolt. He said it wasn't working out so well because he actually did a lot of miles in a day and had no super, no easy access to sort of fast DC charging. So he was going to, in his at the end of his lease, flip it and get a Model 3. But I've actually never been personally in a Model 3 um, on Uber or Lyft. be interested to know if anybody else has a similar or different experience. There was an article here I read a couple of days ago. This was an electric, and Trump's coal subsidies failed. The largest private U.S. coal company files for bankruptcy. So this is nothing new. We know that there is just sort of these economic headwinds for you know the production of coal, the mining of coal, the burning of coal, that mostly because, frankly, not of renewables, but probably mostly because of natural gas. But renewables are certainly in there. Their prices have dropped substantially. And so coal is just like a dirty way to make electricity, and it's also now expensive. So even if you try and push it from a federal level, from you know, using 
even uh, something as powerful as the presidency, you really can't beat the economic trends like that. You just, if it's cheaper to do it another way, the market will do it another way unless you, you know, really force them not to. Um, this is a reminder too, I think you'll get this on the 31st, that tomorrow Tesla is raising the price of full self-driving. So Elon has warned us about this. As we get more functionality, Tesla is going to slowly raise the price of full self-driving. I don't know how high it's going to go, but starting on November 1st, at least here in um, North America, it's going to go up by $1,000 at midnight on November 1st. So if you were thinking about adding that, you might want to add it uh, soon, now-ish. Again, this divergence of what you get in autopilot versus full self-driving, there isn't much difference right now. In fact, uh, close to zero. In fact, I think zero. So this will be about, the first step in this will be about to drive on city streets and notice stop signs and slow down and stop and do that kind of thing. Um, but just know that the price is going up. So if you're price sensitive right now, you need to think about doing that. And I should say my car's in the shop. Here's a problem. I don't know anybody else has had this. I had a, you know, a low early Model 3. It's had some problems. And autopilot every now and then just stops working. Like not at all. Like not even, it's not like it's not engaging. It's just not there, gone. So I took it in. I got it fixed. Well, supposedly I got it fixed. But I had a few other things done. There was uh, something under the car. There's a shield for the battery that had a, you know needed to be fixed. So we fixed that puppy. Fixed a couple of other things. Like the rear view mirror was really loose, apparently, on some of the first cars that came off the lot. They used a different manufacturer. And over time, that um, rear view mirror would get loose. So they replaced it with a new one. But they said, oh, okay, we, we fixed your full self-driving because you basically just needed to do a firmware update and a reboot. And it'll be fine. And of course, I drove home on the freeway and it didn't engage. It's not there. It's gone. I'm going to have to take it back yet again. Does anybody else have that problem? I know I go on the forums and there are a substantial amount of people who have that problem. I had this problem on the S and since the lease is over for in the next month, I'm like, I just couldn't be bothered to go and get it fixed. Let them deal with it. And um, magically with V10, it's now working. So very annoying. And I know you don't care, but these niggly things... Again, the service center is impacted, and there's stuff like this that really kills you. If you have somebody that you know went in for a service for something like this, and it didn't work, and guess what? They have to bring it back, and how long is that going to be? And that's just another car in the service center. So just hope Tesla is fixing these niggly little things. They're not important. First world problems. You know, Mel, don't, you know, get a grip. I get it, but I'm just thinking of it from a point of view of if you have to take your car in a lot I'm in a great situation I work for myself I can just like take the day off and drive it down there and go pick it up and but for people who work a nine to five who need a paycheck like that taking a car in like this is really disruptive or if you've got one car and you got a family and you have to take it back multiple times again the Japanese became so good at producing cars like Toyotas and Hondas that just were really good that rarely had to go in and get fixed Tesla needs to get that at level. Hopefully they don't take 20 or 30 years the way the other auto manufacturers have done. And did you hear today? Guess what Ford's going to do? Ford is going to put in giant screens in their cars and the ability to do over-the-air updates. So here we go again. Tesla is having a significant effect on the auto industry. I think that is a great change. Now, Ford, make some more electric cars. My name's Mel Herbert. The show is Elon Daly. It's part of the Talking Tesla network of shows. It's been a bit sporadic this week because I've been busy, I'm sorry. But I'm back at it, back in the studio. Talk to you tomorrow.